0: It's time for Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell on News Radio WFLA Orlando.
1: All right, all right. Welcome to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. and live right here, both on Facebook and anywhere you love streaming. Could be Spotify, could be iTunes, even on our YouTube page. Uh, we have our video and our audio content. It was exciting when I was looking for it. Is going down for real? and It has been going down for real for years. We just now started the video part mm-hmm. of the of the podcast. Like so, it's a
0: full multimedia yeah, enterprise yeah. at this point. It it's it's uh you know it's a live broadcast. It's a radio mm-hmm. broadcast. Right. It's That's a right. podcast. I think as we all
2: originally believe, our, we had faces
0: made only for radio. That's it. That's uh, it. All well, it for years and years. years, and with the video now, we can prove it. Right, right. exactly. People can <laughs> well, decide. for years
1: we were on. different radio dial and we had a two hour segment there um it was great we're on the am dial we had live callers in and and all that it was every saturday before that even years before that, i did a sunday show so now here we are today and we live recorded on tuesday before the saturday and then it goes out to iheartradio via audio and then it goes every other streaming platform like spotify itunes youtube any other any other streaming thing you can think of um and so in the past i would say two months. We rolled out the video portion. We were testing out the IP cameras. We were testing out the new studio here in the Central Florida area. We finally perfected it. We can have guests here on the show with multiple cameras, as you can see now. Um, We also can bring in a guest via Zoom. Um, so we're really picking it up here on contact. Yeah, what do you think about awesome. that
0: uh, what do you think about that YouTube channel? It's, <coughs> oh, it's fantastic. It's, it's amazing. Of course. What yeah, do you think? It's beautiful stuff right there and also while Hans is uh, nicely framed up, I think well, we should I, maybe I take this moment. Well, I was just about to say that. Now
1: because now we are on video, you definitely have to tune in. Here we go. I mean, there's several things that we focus on every, every Tuesday and one of them is Hans dapper suit of the week. Nowhere will you see him wearing <laughs> the same suit.
0: Any, any two i talking about. Look Second at that. Second
3: only to Steve Harvey, right?
0: Oh, that's right. Steve Harvey does have a really deep collection. He but does. Yeah. He, he does. does. But he's, he's no Hans Kennett Well, no. exactly. Right. Um has so, to be
2: able to mix patterns and colors and texture. You know,
0: dude, yeah. If I could rob a celebrity closet and I was not allowed to rob your closet, it would probably be Steve Harvey's closet, dude. <laughs>
1: no kidding. Every color and combination you can think of.
0: Dude, I love it. It stands out. It makes a statement just like me. It does. It
1: does. Uh, Hans Kennan is a, an attorney with Morgan & Morgan and has been for 20-plus years Oof, now.
0: Yes,
2: 23 years. Morgan & Morgan doing first-party insurance, helping the— helping insured get, uh, get their bills paid by their insurance company when they have a loss. That's
1: how we roll here on Contractor Talk. And
2: every week we have a guest
1: here on the show that's in our, our our industry, our wheelhouse of really helping you, the consumer is hearing us today, fix your home or deal with damages to your home or property. And Today we have Mike Heyman with Liberty Property Inspections. What's going on,
3: Mike? Hey, hey. thanks for having me. Um, so far, so good. Trying to control chaos on a Tuesday.
1: That's right, that's right, and I'm glad you're here. We are aired, uh, we do air every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on, on iHeartRadio. If you like what you're listening to now on iHeart, flip on over to our Facebook page and you'll see th- on the archive of actually recording uh, our show. It's the easiest way. If you have a comment, question, you want to ask Mike Hayman here, I love you. He says, hey, man. Hey, man. It. That's how you remember it, man. It's easy. It's go, it. He goes, I go, I go by Mike,
3: Mike, which is easy enough, or, or Hey, man.
1: I like
0: it. I love it yeah it, it's a pretty chill easy to remember again. you were like to blessed,
3: blessed at birth right there it makes it one. super easy i had a hippie mom so she was super yeah, cool that is cool she's that probably cool. sitting in that chair right now because she follows me around she's not here with us anymore but you know she's yeah. out there well good i'm glad she's with you today more than likely she's right next to me <laughs> knowing
1: her that's amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, we love having guests on the show that, that we can talk to consumers and uh, well, they can have a Rolodex just like we have a Rolodex of people that we call here in the central Florida area when we have damage to your home um, and you do property inspection. So you're a home inspector, a licensed home inspector here in the state of Florida. Is that right?
3: Yeah, that's correct. I have been for almost 13 years and we've been in business for going on 11 years now. So that's I've awesome. seen a lot of homes. A lot of homes in different conditions <laughs> i bet
1: i bet so when you're uh why you would use a home inspector would be when you're looking to purchase a home especially if you're a first-time buyer or in any situation you want to have the home inspected before you buy it you have that inspection period that buyer's inspection period as a as a as a buyer your realtor will set you up uh, and looking at many different homes and once you get into a contract you have usually uh, in most contracts uh, there are a t- there's a ten day period for you to get that inspection. I'm sure you get that frantic call and saying, "We're five days into the inspection period. I need you out here right away to tell me what's wrong with the house." But that's someone you call as a home inspector to give you the lowdown of what's going on in your home. Um, so so tell me a little bit about that and uh, what the normal I guess call you would get if I
3: didn't already outline it. Or if any other services you also provide outside of home inspections. So all those are good so break it down real quick so yeah if you're buying a home no requirement in the state of Florida to get a home inspection right however it's definitely my super advice. encouraged <laughs> to get a home inspection inspection done because that's somebody who's dedicated to go over and go through the different components of, of the home you're going to buy whether it's a new construction existing construction doesn't matter and we get that question a lot should I, I'm buying a new home should I get a home inspection on a new home? I find an average of eight things that, that the builder still needs to take care of. And it's not that the builder doesn't want to, as they're putting them up sometimes so fast and your mm-hmm. sub crews are coming in and then it's all of a sudden a Friday, 4 p.m. and it's time to leave and somebody wants to leave early and the attic doesn't get insulated. Right. So the only way to find <laughs> that is before closing, you know, is right. to make sure that you get the home inspected. Conversely, if it's an existing home, yeah, you're going to go buy a home. You're a first time buyer. It helps first-time buyers with being able to walk through the process of, okay, what do I need to pay attention to first, second, third, what needs to be serviced? Like um, AC, for example, Florida, we're really big on needing mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. of air conditioning, right? Right. So most people don't know how often to service. I've seen people that didn't even know it needed servicing. Right. You know, well, and everything in Well, you also put a length so. of
1: time of that, of that air conditioner as well, like, or, uh, like length a, of life. Like a milestone. Right. Almost like a milestone inspection.
3: So we'll get questions like, uh, you know, how long do they last? Most manufacturers are 8 to 10 to 12 years manufacturer. I've seen one brand new decide to stop working at two weeks. (laughs) I've seen a lady in Ocala who had a York. That York was 54 years old and still pumping out cold air, and it was an oil furnace. So, (laughs) you know, she took care of it. So right, Mechanical right. issues, you know, mechanical items, they break when they want to break. Um, Murphy's Law comes into right. play a lot with Always. stuff like that. <laughs> but also we do um, pre-listing inspections now, too. And that's kind of oh, becoming a, a little bit more of a thing for people to do. Now houses are starting so to a, sit a little a bit. So a seller
1: would call you then at that point. Correct. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Would that be more of like a four-point inspection uh, or are they getting a more detailed inspection? Uh, and if you're just listening now, a four-point inspection would mostly cover or it'd be a more of a general inspection just to look at the age and condition of the roof the plumbing, the AC, and uh, one of their foundations. Electrical. 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 Mm-hmm. And
2: I think also for folks who listen to the show, um, who deal mostly in, in property insurance, the four-point is often what the insurers require to buy coverage.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're we'll see seeing, more and more of that, yeah. seeing that now. They're wanting it on 10-year-old or older homes, a lot of carriers are. Mm-hmm. And it used to be 16 years or older for a four-point. And it, and exactly. It, it's... Gives the insurance company the picture of what the house looks like without getting them the whole home inspection because we live in Florida. Mm. Florida, we have sinkholes that jump up every now and again, right? Right. Mm. But every structure here that has stucco on it has a stucco crack somewhere on it. There, there may be five or ten maybe out of the whole state. Now, but <laughs> le- legitimately, it's that common, right? Right. But there are carriers that are from out of state and all they know about Florida and stucco cracks is is you know somebody's sinkhole that opened up in winter park and swallowed 37 cars you know Mm -hmm. that's their picture of it so that four point gives (laughs) the insurance company that little bit of okay here's what the house has here's the condition well i I think they'll probably call it
1: more uh incorrect installation and and uh settlement (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like
3: I've seen too many engineering reports from the other side. Yeah. Lack of right?
2: maintenance. lack of maintenance, that's why the house sunk. Right.
3: I've... I tell I tell people that we're triage nurses for the home. Whether we're mm-hmm. on the buyer side or we're on the seller side, our job is to triage it like a nurse and then farm it out to the different doctors, as it were.
1: Right. Well, I guess more or less like the going to the general doctor and they say, Okay, this is what we ran all these tests and this is what's wrong. You're going to need this guy that girl or whatever and uh the, you know this service whichever to bring this up but really i mean w- what i'm hearing you say is if uh uh two different things right i mean you know sometimes we'll use you to determine the length of uh time left on a, on a certain uh piece of equipment man that went by fat right? right i was gonna say no. like ac or the roof and things like that but uh all right well we're gonna take a break uh give some thanks to our sponsors it looks like this this is we got a lot of good conversations yeah. gonna come up here and these Segments are going to fly by here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Let's give some thanks to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Building Damage Experts every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on iHeart Radio, live on Facebook. We record it the week prior to, so the Tuesday before the Saturday we go live, we're on air. We're actually here in video. If you want to check us out, you want to see Hans Dapp Pursuit of the Week, you want to check out Mike Heyman with God. Liberty Property Inspection, see what's up. And this is where you go, and of course, here, the host. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Oh, was that for me? No, you cut it off. <laughs> That's okay. And the refreshed Joe, the producer here, his hat backwards him chilling after taking a week. What? And uh,
0: where do you go? The Bahamas or something?
1: You can't do that. No, we,
0: again. we were, we were rerouted to, to Costa Maya, Mexico. Oh the storms this weekend uh, yeah. messed yeah, you up, didn't Yeah, it? yeah, the storms this weekend and on the first night, man. Oh my god, I wanted to Were die. you rocking? I wanted to die. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> because it's very disorienting uh to have a building moving, man. Like uh <laughs> oh, y- man. You know, that's kinda oh, crazy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, I spent a lot of I spent some time in the casino just nice. Just, when
2: Joe first came in, I didn't realize it was a baseball cap. I thought he looked like Snoop Dogg all of a sudden. Right. Like, well, there? you know, a lot of What's people make
0: on? that you know make that that confusing, you know. They're like, "Oh my God, is that Snoop, Snoop Dog?" They run up Joe asking Rumberger. me for the. Yeah, they're asking me for the autograph. You know
1: how many kids shows he does now, Snoop? Like he's on so many like kids. I mm-hmm. mean, he's very I calm
0: all the time you know I, yeah. I he's he's hung up and he hangs out with
1: mark the stewart so i mean you know <laughs> oh, yeah, he's yeah. obviously pretty chill
0: yeah you know he's hung up his gang banging ways you know no yeah. there's still bitches and hoes. i think we
1: we saw, we heard him on one uh, i think it was a uh, news reporter and it Sorry, is on like uh, uh, instagram or something else. i remember seeing it on the on the those little yeah. videos they come on but the reporter asked him So Snoop, now that all this, all these people come out and and are saying things about your feelings and all these women's rights and like, are you worried about all the things you said, calling the women bitches and hoes? He's like... Oh, hell no. No, they're still bitches and hoes. I still not, you know, he's like, I'm not changing what I said. I'm not changing who I am. No, they still that bitches is, and hoes today. That's the Hilarious. only way to
0: remain un uncancelable is to, like, adhere to a set of principles. Like, yeah, man, I said what I said. It probably yeah. upset some people. Well, look at Dave probably, Chappelle. I mean, yeah. you know, he's just yeah. like. Stick you know, he, to your guns. You're going to offend some people, but the people that respect mm-hmm. you is going to be far more genuine, I think. Absolutely. You know, nobody, nobody likes anybody who just goes with the wind. Facts. That's, that's what right. i think
1: you know, that's, that's right, what I thought right there. um and so um yeah w- right before the break we were talking about like uh <laughs> jesus christ joe um, is that a dark
2: side of the moon that's what
1: is that I the dark side of joe's like audio
0: from? clippings that he's that's right i'm working on together. i'm working on i'm working on training the perfect studio audience mm-hmm. depends good. on the demeanor uh <laughs> or i guess whether the joke was sour or not, I think that's really right. Well. You know, if it starts to fail, if I if it's like half a second with no laughter, <laughs> oh, oh, I am funny. Yeah.
1: All right. Cool. So um, anyway, so before the break, Mike, we were talking about um, you on Liberty Property Inspections uh, along with your wife. Is that right? Correct. Awesome. Yep. Um, in the service you guys provide, we were talking about the different types of inspections. I learned something already that um, I didn't even think about these pre-buy inspections or pre-listing inspections rather um great i mean i didn't even think about that if you're um, want to get the best value out of your house what do you do well call the inspector that's going to work for the buyer before you even get a buyer's inspection done and you can have everything it's, ready it's to it's go it's almost a little bit
2: there. i kind of envision a little bit like carfax -hmm. And when Carfax started to deal, all the car dealers hated it because it revealed all these problems with the car or potential. And now the first thing they want to give you is the Carfax. Like the 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 first, hey, clean Carfax. I mean, they run to it now. It's become like a a consumer tool as opposed to that's a positive, not a negative. It seemed like a service like that would allow the buyer, the seller, to say, Hey, look, I had a home inspection. This is what he said. I fixed it all, you know, that kind of thing, and, and, mm-hmm, and right. it helps support the price or support whatever they're trying to accomplish here. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Yeah, that's – so I encourage people to, to, if you're looking to sell a house, get your house inspected, especially if you've, one, never been in your attic, two, never been on your <laughs> roof. Because think about it, the older folks, somebody passes away, one of the two you know, was the one that took care of the electrical, the attic, mm-hmm. the yard – nobody knows you know or they just never have had time to get up in the attic i had a uh, one in longwood um then it was a guy from our I, he was retiring moving to the coast wanted to sell his house so i went and did a pre-listing inspection for him didn't have to test the appliances because he already knows which appliances need need work mm-hmm. but he didn't know that he had the snake living in the attic he didn't know that he had you know um critter activity up on the other end of the attic so oh. the snake was kind of well fed but he um, still had critter activity <laughs> in the attic. And then a leak from a, a bad shower pan that had failed that he'd never know because he didn't use that bathroom anymore.
1: You know, rat damage isn't covered in your policy of insurance. But if you change the letter of the fir- uh, the first letter of that word to a B, bat damage is actually covered. You know how many reports we've done on guano uh, damage in an attic and get it cleaned under... An- pay for under insurance? That's I guess,
2: the, I guess the, the exclusion would be for vermin, I believe. it's right. probably the, how they do it. And bats
0: would not be vermin. That's correct. Uh-huh. So what did you do about the snake? And yeah. then, and then So if you get I rid com- of the snake. Right. I so compiled a report the and I <laughs> gave
3: it to that's the right. seller and their agent <laughs> <laughs> and I went these are the things that need to be addressed. I made them into a pair of boots and a wallet. So the snake. I mean,
0: theoretically, you could let the snake handle the rodent deal for a minute. And then you get the pair of boots and the wallet, but you're going to have to find the whole Hole first. That's really terrifying wherever that Mm -hmm. snake came in. If you plug
2: the hole before he gets out, he might be a little feisty about it.
0: There's a soffit hole like that. Yeah, there's wow. a, There's that's a so different scary. person
1: for that snake
0: removal. That's yeah. for sure. Yes, sir, I'd, yeah. I'd have to light the house on fire. There's no way to really <laughs> get rid of it. Like, that's right.
1: You just burn it. Yeah, that's that's, that's un- covered under most policy of insurance. But uh, if I burned the house, may go to, you to get jail rid for the it. Snake? it but, what if uh, I
0: wasn't trying covered. to fraud the insurance? If, if you
2: negligently burned down your house while attempting snake removal, <laughs> but I'm Ooh. real,
0: real scared of snakes.
1: <laughs> like cause <laughs> and effect. It's like, why did you do that? Well, there's a snake in the attic. Did you not see snakes on a plane?
2: No. dude. That's any Indiana, Indiana Jones films?
0: No, no, that is a mm. Samuel L Jackson film. Uh, you know, but I guess well, rid- Raiders of the
2: Lost Ark, right? The snakes are the, the fundamental yes. character. Yes. Right? Yes. It had to be
0: snakes. Mm, yeah. Indiana Jones yeah. who often also is confused mm. for me. He was really terrible. Well, if
1: of if they did a uh, like a an arachnophobia type of movie for snakes because that freaked me out about spiders, the arachnophobia movie. Right? Like if some, you had a spider yeah. It took over the entire
0: house. That was if there Not were hardly. spiders all up in your attic. Like, Could you get away with
3: burning the house at that point?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you like, I was just trying to target the spider nest with this sure. blowtorch. Right, right. But but the, the nest house was lit. the entire house. <laughs> it kept accidentally, moving.
2: Accidentally caught that the, the thing
0: on fire. I no, mean, no. if you GoPro everything, the video won't lie. Like, look, I'm being very... Jesus. Mm. Ah! <laughs> 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 um, and so
1: uh, it, it, before the break, uh, before we started, actually, Mike, I was wanting to mention or ask you, what are the craziest things you've seen during your inspections and and you said what 13 years doing this now
3: yeah 13 years doing this and I had a year with FEMA doing FEMA inspections but those were more disaster related let's say uncommon I guess what's the most uncommon thing you've seen Oh geez, the best one I've seen. That's most uncommon thing that I've seen has to be the star-kissed tuna fish can that was made into a electric junction box.
2: Oh, that's awesome!
3: It was fa- fantastic. Yeah. Not a
2: fan of ingenuity, apparently. Mike Tanatii doesn't appreciate right. the skill it took to cut that baby up with a <laughs> yep. pair of tin shears. No kidding,
3: but it was. He did tie it in right. He did use lock nuts on it. He did wire it up. It just wasn't um, UL approved. Thank you. you. Say to yourself, you'd be like, (laughs) uh, how how
2: busy are you where you're like, I don't have time to run to Home Depot to buy a a 76-cent junction box. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to eat lunch, (laughs) and I'm going to cut this can into a junction box to save the trip. I mean, that's that's the only thing. I mean,
1: sometimes Mm – who wants to leave the middle of a project to run to the freaking Home Depot? That, yeah. that burns oh, my we'll, ass. I probably it. would cut the backing of a of a can and put that sucker in just to not have to go to Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, depending on how so. tight of a crunch it is <laughs> yeah, and
2: like how bad
0: is the project manager. Yeah,
2: The guy probably went three times that morning. He's like, that's it. Yeah, I'm done. It's I'm not right. going back well, one I've, more time.
3: Up on your alley, and you'll appreciate this, when I did an inspection of about five minutes worth of it, So As soon as I got into a guest bedroom, there was duct tape around the door to the closet, right? Mm. Opposite that closet is the guest bathroom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The tub had already deteriorated out and had a hole about the size of a deflated football. Water just flowed back in there, went backwards. So it was as black as the wall behind you in that closet. And the tenant just taped it up because the landlord wouldn't take care of it. Oh, my goodness. So we put something (laughs) together real quick that... It ended up forcing him to have to take care of it. So Wow, wow.
1: Yeah, mold is a crazy thing. I mean, it went by so fast, that segment. Right? I know, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a crazy thing, and landlords don't do a lot about that. Um, uh, not not a bad topic for the next segment. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back with Mike Heyman with Liberty Property Inspections. We'll be right back after the break. Thank you. All right, we're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell with a loud studio audience here. There we go. Really feeling the energy today, studio <laughs> audience. I love it. Oh, hey. And with a random horse in here, um, it might be that horse guy that is the uh, – who is that guy on the horse that does the uh, commercials for the deodorant? Oh, the Marlboro Man. That was not it. <laughs> Never mind. Um, anyways, so, welcome wait, wait. back. The guy, the
2: guy who sells cigarettes is also doing antiperspirant? I think that's probably No, no. True. It was
1: the guy on the horse that's super clean, that has the little uh, – you know, he always
0: – Oh yeah, they're like Axe body spray and stuff.
1: Yeah,
2: there's, there's all that stuff. Anyway, yeah, that's, good. that's
1: that's what I envision. It's there. not Anyways. the Marlboro man. though. we're all clear. Yeah, about. that was nope. way back. I mean, <laughs> okay. Did you hear? That dude rode a, a so horse, like, dude. Like, okay, like a real John, John Wayne. No. Oh, John Wayne. John, John Wayne. John Wayne
0: rode a horse for sure. Yeah.
1: All right, um, all right. so he obviously got some new sound effects. <laughs> Frau, uh, Frau Blucher. <laughs> Frau, one. Frau, <laughs> Frau, Frau Jukas. <laughs> um, all right, today we're here with our special guest, Mike, with Liberty Property Inspections. And uh, I want to thank you for being on our show today. Uh, we were talking before this last break about some just some uncommon things that you found during, uh, during your inspections. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about that. It's always a great topic, but uh, now we can go into the different type of inspections that you do offer uh, as well. So I'd love for our audience to kind of kind of hear that straight from you.
3: Yeah, yep. so we'll start with that part. So of course, we do um, home inspections for pre-purchase. We do them for listings for sellers so that you can find out what's going on with your house, especially if you have a few things that you can fix yourself before you put it on the market right. to keep that value up, right? Right. Um, we do wind mitigation, four-point inspections, which are both typically insurance inspections. So, I, yeah, I was yeah, just about to ask mitigating. you wind mitigation. If I you was going to go right into that there for you. you so the wind mitigation it tells the insurance company basically the geometry, makeup of the structure itself, and the condition of the roof are, correction, age of the roof, type of roof covering, type of fasteners holding the decking down, what kind of decking we have, and how are the trusses held
1: to the wall so it's all based on roof it doesn't have to you said something about geometry are you meaning like
3: the hip uh flat roof hip roof gable roof gables your traditional where it's a triangle where it's flat on the sides versus your pyramid which is you know your hip roof uh, flat, kind of self-explanatory on that one, yeah. um, and everything in between. But it also takes into account if someone had, let's say, an older home and they've upgraded their windows to impact-rated windows, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that comes into play as well with a uh, so uh, document mitigation. that. Okay, Correct. so
1: everything that wind could affect, it seems like what you're saying for the, 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 the folks that are listening then they have a home and they are about to change insurance companies when they want a lower rate, uh, whichever, they may call you and say, listen, I haven't had a wind mitigation in years and years. I don't even remember. I don't even know what a wind mitigation report is. Would that have a value if they called you? Uh, if, if if they're shopping for new insurance, do all insurance companies, you know,
3: have you do this? Or? Now we're seeing that requested on anything five years old or older for wind mitigation. As far as the age of the home or age of the roof? Age of the home. Age of the home. Uh, okay. age of yeah. the home. Okay. Um, I've heard people telling me now that um, and these are from underwriters when I say people. So I've got underwriters calling asking if we've done a wind mitigation, say, on a house that was built in 2020. And I've had a couple of those already, and that's only a three year old roof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they still want to have those for photos, proof, and evidence of what the, <laughs> and that if I understand it right, they're looking for the weakest form of attachment which would lead to the weakest form of uplift well, issue. I mean, Is well, that right? One huh. current
2: code uh, are, are they essentially trying to trying to ratify or, or, or confirm that code's been met for purposes of your inspection?
3: from what they're telling me is they're looking to see is is it built to Florida building code standards okay and so prior to FBC kicking in i think 2002 right towards the end mm-hmm. um even if it's an older home but it's got a new roof say a roof was put on last year and they've got the permit number for it and the permit for it they're going to give them the FBC credit on the material is okay. what then that's from the underwriter's calling us asking us if we have which is the new thing now is do you have a copy of the permit most counties now just have the number in there and you've got to call the county and they've got to generate a permit and mm. so it's mm. it's kind of a tricky step across the creek, if you will. We're doing it one way and then the next day it's not the way they want it. They want something else done mm. and then you do well, it that way for a little bit, then isn't they there want it a different state, way.
1: Isn't there a state form for yeah. wind mitigation? It's a citizens. It's form. Correct. Okay, so it's the same, and it's generated by the state.
2: Then the one, the one you see typically for the listeners, you see it in the policy. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll identify re- reductions and credits in exchange for for all the geometry issues for for hurricane straps and correct different types of attachments mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that.
3: And are we doing with are we dealing with AD D nails, and the longer nails holding the decking down to the rafters or mm-hmm. in the truss system? Or are we dealing with staples? You know, but. After the three hurricanes we had, are, Charlie, Jean, Francis, I hate
2: to say this: Are there roofs that have staples in them? Because I never, no one ever said yes. that word to me
3: before when I
2: was thrown about decking. <laughs> oh,
3: so before yeah, the three hurricanes, they used to even install shingles with um, staples. Mm-hmm. So after long, th- but yep. yeah, still. So if I feel- pop up in an attic and we don't have a. Um, we don't have a, a permit, say, mm-hmm. and that roof was done in o five o six. but I see a longer nail, then I know they've re-nailed the pattern because before that they were typically using the two-inch oh, staples. okay, interesting. We're yeah. <clears throat>
2: talking about Charlie, Francis, Ivan, and Gene from 2004. Yep. Right, okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, they, they, they implemented some changes there, and then they started requiring closer nail <coughs> pattern, longer nails. Right. So you'll start seeing that. And then, of course, you know, on the shingles, when they shingle, I think it's six nails across now. Um,
1: and is it and is it um, yeah instead of four you know you have a uh, a
3: six nail pattern so it ring, it's all ring
2: cool. and it's ring nail instead of instead of smooth as I recall isn't that part of
3: for the for the decking nails yeah. yes sir okay sure
2: is yep. and, and as far as decking just out of curiosity just because we always talk about what people are looking for um, I know that a lot of builders use OSB on on, yeah. on new construction do you have any any views on OSB versus regular Regular plywood, I guess. Well, and right they
1: increased the thickness as well, too. Dude,
2: so, went from half-inch to five-sixths or five-eighths? Five-eighths, maybe? Mm, might
3: have to go
1: measure five, again. Eight, either five,
3: way, it's, 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 it's thicker. thicker. I mean, thicker. certainly certainly thicker now. Yeah.
2: And and now, now, as of last January, it became the double underlayment. Or double felt. Not really double underlayment, I guess. Right.
3: Or the, the peel-and-stick. Right. Peel-and-stick, especially for your flatter 2-12 two, two pitch, you know, 2 for every 12 uh, inches over, two inches up. Yeah, rise over run.
0: Yeah, okay. sir.
3: Um, so peel and stick for sure there, uh, or secondary water resistance. Uh, but insurance companies won't give credit unless they see that on an order, or we can take a picture of it, even though I know it's there. Mm-hmm. If I can't get a picture of it, they're not giving them credit
2: for and it. And we talk about this. We talked about was it was uh, someone called in or we had some question. Some uh, lady had written in and said, should I get like double double tar paper? Or double felt, which is just an odd mm-hmm. term because it's really just just like paper. Right. And we had a discussion that they should definitely get peel and stick, which is a, a better, more resilient, that actually is right. sufficient to dry in a home, even though they have double. And they go, they call it double felt, which means they put down two layers of of tar paper, and tar paper is 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 neither tar nor paper, but you can tear right. it like it is paper. So, right. so <laughs> the discussion we had with everybody was was the idea that if a lady said it was an upgrade, and I'm like. You know, if the, ro- if the roofer's trying to sell you two layers of tar paper and wants to upgrade you to mm. um, peel and stick, you might want to look for another roofer um, or certainly certainly incorporate the the upgrade into your into your roofing decision. Right. Did, did anything that you see um, regarding different underlayments and how they how they work in the field based on your inspections?
3: Um, I haven't seen uh, the, the felt paper used a lot anymore. Now they're going to like Rhino Guard. Rhino paper, it's called, um, and it's kind of, um, not sure what it's made of, but it's kind of like a Tyvek material, okay? Mm-hmm. So okay. It, it it's a got some weave to it, like um, fiberglass weave kind of thing, oh, okay? Probably so it's, it's, it's harder like to tear plastic or not,
1: not plastic, but that not acrylic or lack of better terms, what they use for the outside of uh, uh, bolt hole, uh, holes. Uh, like uh, um like uh, or
0: like the uh, shrink wrap material. I think they make it out of actual rhino, just like woodchuck cider made sure. out of one hundred percent
2: real wood yeah. Yeah. If a
0: woodchuck would, wood, how much?
2: God. It's always my understanding right? that that rhino paper was made from the horn of the rhino.
0: That's right. It's, that's why it's white. It's the uh, it's that off white a- ivory. <So it's> <gefragt> ivory It's paper. the aphrodisiac. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, why it's such a hot topic. Hot thing to steal. Who knew the Tyvek? You on that Tyvek dog? Yeah.
2: I um, um, Synthetic rhino hoof. Rhino, and, uh, rhino
1: uh, horn. How we went to rye? No, with that, I, Anyways, but... We um, <laughs> went a rhino. We did. We <laughs> just we right, right off works. track. Um, but, uh, you know, they use that material, similar material anyways, it seems like, for the shrink wrapping stuff nowadays. You know, first layer... Oh, yeah, yeah. When they come out, the blue tarp it first, and then you're going to tarp it for a year, they want to put this really like shrink wrap stuff and they put it on by fire and they attach it to your house around the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting uh, uh, for sure. Um, All right, already we're uh, here to. We're already ready to take another break here in Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll give some thanks to our sponsors. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts, every Saturday on iHeartRadio and live right here in Facebook World. Every Tuesday, we start around 5:45, 6 p.m. on Tuesday evenings, and we record for about an hour twenty. We push that to iHeartRadio for the uh, for the audio we take this whole video clip here and put it on our YouTube page, also here on our Facebook page, uh, you'll be able to see the videos. We've done for about two months now in the videos, so every week we'll do a different podcast with the video and audio. But we've done the audio part for, for years now. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to see and hear, excuse me, you'll be able to hear different shows. But even going to Spotify, go to Spotify, go to search, put Contractor Talk with Richie Kidd while Our logo pops up. Click on it. And you can see every episode there uh, and listen to the audio. And it has the topics there and who our guest is and everything we talked about on the show. So you can search through our shows by going to our website. I think you can be able to search topics there Contractor Talk podcast.com and just listen to any of our prior episodes so if there's something or somebody you want to hear specifically like you want to hear from the serve pro guy that came here and had his own book this yeah. resto, uh, that's right, what do you the resto uh, thriller,
0: the resto thriller, the <clears> throat> brand throat> brand new genre, and then uh, yeah, if you go to uh, or, or the drywall guy or the drain daddy, uh, you know, yeah.
1: so many different guys, and and uh, with the, uh, Brian with four seasons, hole in the wall, uh, um, yeah, the hole in the wall, right? I mean, who knew that
0: if you bump a hole in your wall, there's a company you can call to fix it. Small, and, small drywall repair. Like yeah. that's that's amazing. Like nobody ever wants to. Great. Yeah. It's it's so <laughs> great. You never know who to call for that kind of small right, stuff.
1: Because I can't fix te- uh, fix texture like that and that's paint right. it right to f- uh, look like the rest. I, I can yeah. hang
0: a painting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's about all it. i just never take off the paintings um and today we have mike with liberty property inspection so if you're getting your home inspected then you want to give mike a call and i don't think you've given
3: out your contact information yet uh, how do they reach you mike we can be contacted by phone at 407-739-5795 you call that you either get my daughter danielle it's my admin um we have a team of three of us myself oscar and cheyenne oscar's bilingual we can also be reached via email at libertypropertyinspectionsfl at gmail, and inspections is plural. And we're on the web at libertypropertyinspections.net. Our prices are also there. If you have questions, feel free to call. Even if you went with another inspection company, I don't Monday Morning Quarterback, but I at least try to answer a question if you have a problem. Um, I usually refer it back to the inspector that they are calling about first and it usually i'll get uh, well i've asked them and i still don't know what it is so i'll take a look at it um and see what i see but i'm not going to ever call somebody out because inspections are subjective to the inspector that you have so just like a movie you watch a movie 10 15 times how many times you see something else you didn't see the first time inspections are the same way and if they follow the the sop that we have for inspections in the state of florida it's very lax so in inspections in the state of florida you don't have to go in and it's pretty much a go in look around yep into house and leave there's no mandate to crawl in an attic to operate all the switches all the windows all none of that so we go above and beyond that we try to touch everything we can Mm -hmm. um i know if i can get to a window i want to open it to see if the windows work or not Mm -hmm. in florida it's a 50 50 shot some people (laughs) don't open the windows ever because it's too hot some people like it, and they like to open their windows. Right. But as you know, leaving something unworking, windows, for example, you don't open them. When you go to open them, something's going to let loose because you have not used it, and so now it wants to give up anyway. Sure. So sure. <laughs> finding those things, like guillotine windows, as we call them, slammers, mm. <laughs> you want to find that before, you know, little Johnny opens the window and sticks his head out there and takes right. one on the back of the head. Sure, sure. you're calling 911, so... Yeah,
1: so you're going through and doing a detailed inspection, opening up every window, checking every electrical outlet um, and every portion of the home or the functional portions of the home. Um, and really just given that detailed evaluation, whether it be the buyer or the seller. And again, I learned something today, thought of, I, I, I haven't thought about that before. If I was going to list, I've thought about that in other things, but not my house, all right? If you're going to list something, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, for sale, usually you, you know, you go check it out of the market to see what it's like, or go have somebody look at it, make sure it's in good shape. And in this way, you're going to sell your home. Well, I'll call Mike with Liberty Property Inspections to get it inspected. Then at least you, you can have a little to do list for a handyman to knock out. Or if you're handy, knock it out. It'll increase the value of your home. And then I also learn something is that if, I, if maybe I'm shopping, because every year you should be shopping for new property insurance. If you want a better rate, f- uh, go shop it every year. Uh, that's how long, you you know, you have right now to file a new claim is one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before I would tell you shop it every two years, but now you should shop it every year maybe and look at it and then call you for a wind uh, mitigation inspection, which we talked about a little bit last break or in last segment where we we're still trying to get through uh, ex- what really a wind mitigation inspection is. But it seems to me that it's like tells the insurance company that which would give you a discount off your po- policy possibly if they know what are the weak points. If you if your house were to get hit by a bunch of wind, what's the most vulnerable portions of it? Is the roof? Does it have hurricane straps? Are the windows secure? Maybe double pane or single pane? Or when the last time the windows have been re- right in there is your is your you know stucco moving around? Uh, you know those types of things where wind could change those things, right? I mean, is that what they want to know usually?
3: Yeah, on the wind mitigation everything but the stucco part. Okay. So, um, and we were just talking at the break, you know, older homes, and I had one off of Virginia. It was built in the twenties they went back and they retrofitted the, uh, rafter tails and where the rafters meet the walls with hurricane straps. And they, they ended up, um, hitting every one of them all the way around. So they want to know that versus, is it still toenailed, which is the way they used to build in drive mm-hmm. nails in the side of the, uh, boards and. And that's, and that's how you secure it down. So that's all the stuff that we look for. Now, sometimes insurance companies will kick it back because they want a clearer picture and you can't always get that clearer picture. So then that's when we, usually it's me get on the phone with a carrier or underwriter and explain and walk them through that. But we try to get as detailed photos as we can to prevent any of those callbacks and make it s- as smooth as possible, especially with insurance right now in Florida. And mm-hmm. the four point... Inspection that we talked about earlier with the four main components electrical, HVAC, plumbing, and roof. What's the condition? What's the age? What's the material? We still have some polybutylene houses, which is piping Ooh, that's no longer
2: gray, gray pipe. Yep, the gray Ooh, pipe stuff. That's of explodes. That's like spontaneous. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it is, man. And the,
3: the older it's getting, the more it is starting to do that. Um, and then, you know, aluminum wiring, things like that, right. th- that they want to know. And then, of course, we get a call. And it's funny that you it brought up on the um, carriers that accept something and then turn around and not accept it later mm-hmm. and we've gotten a handful of those calls where the wind mitigation or the four point was submitted four years ago and they've been fine with it for four years mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden they don't like this because this doesn't say this a certain way right and they want we get panic calls they're gonna cancel me in two weeks what for so I'll call the carrier and I'm like, y'all accepted this four years ago and nothing has changed. It's still the right. same. So, with those, because the wind mitigation is a five-year thing, most people end up getting a new wind mitigation. Now they've got another five years. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's good to know. I was going to ask, how often should you get the, uh, the
1: the wind mitigation inspection? So that just answered that. Every five years you should get that. And, and, and what what
2: renewed. I guess what change uh, other than the overall, you know, I guess the quote-unquote wear and tear to the roof. Mm-hmm. What else changes on, on wind windmit? Is it really just the, the roof condition?
3: Just the age of okay. the roof. Because wind mitigation doesn't lead to the condition of the, the covering itself. It's just the age of it. The four-point and the roof certifications, which we do roof certifications as well. Um, we'll, we'll find out more about what that. I want to know what yeah. that is, yeah. too.
1: Because if you're certifying and being five years older or more, life expectancy. Expectancy less. That.
3: That's correct. So in that, they're looking for what's changed. Um, especially after a heavy storm season. Right. So, you know, where you mentioned earlier, um, you have five years on a roof in year A, and now we're a year and a half later, and we've had some decent storms, hail storms, things like that. Do you still have five years left on a roof? Or has it been, was it in that area that got beat up? Now it's down Mm -hmm. to really two, two years left on a roof.
1: No, it got beat up and needs to be replaced under
2: insurance
3: because so, co-
2: under covered loss for hail.
3: Exactly, but roof certification. <laughs> I know we don't have a
2: lot of time left in the segment, but what is a roof certification? Basically, it's the roof
3: part of the four point. How old is the the, the covering? What type of covering? Was Can the you condition? get that by itself, or does it? You include? can get that by itself. Wow, it's interesting, trick-in. interesting. And there's three entities that can pretty much three to four entities that can do it. Um, certified building contractor a roof or licensed home inspector engineer. engineer.
1: That's right. mm-hmm. um, interesting. Yeah. Cause when that came out about the whole five years um, where a home, uh, home insurance company can't cancel you. If you have five years right. or more life expectancy on your roof, so those are great inspections to be able to offer. Um, so we're here with Mike with uh, Liberty Property Inspections. We're gonna take a break here, give some thanks to our sponsors, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio, and live right here on Facebook. And our podcast is now live for the video. Past couple of months, we're on YouTube for our video portion and our website, ContractorTalkPodcast.com. And of course, now on Facebook, it's been going down for the past couple of weeks. So, Mike, man, you're getting three different, like, I don't know, I was going to say three different waves of advertisement here today. I mean, all, live here on Facebook, um, on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, on our Facebook page. And then we, we uh, well, our producer, Joe, over here, cans this at the end of it and post-produces it, puts it up on our YouTube page. And then we're live on every streaming platform, Spotify, and, of course, we're on iHeartRadio. It's where you're listening to us now uh, on the big dial. They have a big frequency on iHeartRadio and uh, they, they cover many different stations here locally in Central Florida. Or you can go straight to their website, wflaorlando.iHeart.com, and you can listen to a streaming there every Saturday. You'll get the commercials in there, but you'll get to hear our show uh, right here. And again, if you're driving through Central Florida, it's 94.1 FM, 93.1 FM, or 540 on the AM dial. So a lot of stuff here going on with Contractor Talk. We're excited to have a new studio. In Central Florida. If you're interested in doing a podcast yourself, we do have a space available in this room. You can rent it out yourself. You can have video or just do audio. Contact us through our website if you want to hear more, contractor We have our emails there uh, where you can uh, reach out to us uh, and talk to Joe. Joe will get back to you. There you go. You see how I threw that at you, Joe? Um, and uh, today, we special guest uh, Mike with Liberty Property Inspections. And uh, Joe loved that one, I can tell. Um, never mess with the guy with the soundboard, I guess. <laughs> that's uh, that's how it is. <laughs> and, uh, Jesus. Um, a horse head will be on your bed tomorrow morning there, buddy. If I
0: come in with a long face, <laughs> <you can laughs> a <lot> <laughs> quite sad. You know. Hey. Hey. Um,
1: and uh, we're talking inspection talk here and uh, some great stuff uh, here with Mike Heyman with Liberty Property Inspections. Um, really, the eye-opening thing is like, you know, uh, well, uh, the, the wind mitigation reports every five years is what, uh, what you recommend to get them uh, uh, renewed and submitted to your insurance company as you're then going through shopping for new and cheaper insurance. That's a hot topic right now. How can I find cheaper mm-hmm. insurance? Well, down in Punta Gorda, um, I I bought a house there right after the storm and uh, got insurance on it. I thought, oh, here we go. I'm in a hurricane-hit area. It's going to be like, ah. And, uh, it was $1,200 for the year <laughs> and all because I had a, a recent, uh, the roof was put on, what well, was a new house it was about a year old right. and the, and the roof was within a year mm-hmm. and had all the, all the check marks, all the mm-hmm. stuff that you were talking about, Mike, like the hurricane straps and all the additional stuff. Cause it was new. It's up to current code. So they gave me all these discounts. I got a really cheap price. It was Cypress insurance. Oh, so, yeah. Um, and, uh, there's some good insurance companies out there with good rates. So, um, go to the office of insurance regulation website. Um, you can click on, uh, find property prices, property insurance prices, and you can click on there and and, and get about 30 to 40 different, uh, 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 I was going to say insurance companies with their prices annually.
2: Mm -hmm. I was curious, when you do those inspections, like things like tie down straps, things like that, I mean, this may be beyond what your scope is. But I always wondered, can you go in and put that stuff in after the fact, or does it have to be done like at the beginning, like you can't just go in and put straps in or, or do other yeah. protections. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that?
3: N- now they, you know, they try to strap all of them. So when we do um, a pre-drywall inspection for a new home, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've found where they've skipped like every third one or every other one or a whole wall oh. won't have them on. Hmm. And so, you know, you point those out to the superintendent and most of those guys and gals are understaffed and overloaded you know 30 houses per superintendent makes right. it a little hard so they appreciate one thing we don't do is to tell the builder how to build a house not my job my job right. is to be that extra set of eyes to try to find what we can find so we can get things taken care of um i've seen retrofit both on outside and inside, depending on the makeup of the structure oh, okay. I mean, and like how they're able to like get I,
2: My house was built in, I guess, 1989, I think it was, 1990. <clears throat> and, and I don't know. I mean, honestly, I— Are I, you a one-story? Um, two two-story. Two-story.
3: Um, so with one-story to- and two-story older homes that aren't wrapped, and mm-hmm. let's say they, there's just a clip instead of a wrap going across, um, I've seen where they've people have come in and taken the soffit down and then— Redone the soffit. So before they redo the soffit, then they can go and put straps in and retrofit straps that way from oh, the eave okay. side. Okay. A okay. Uh, lot easier than trying to come down. Uh, roofing, if you're getting a new roof. And, yeah, I've seen people have that done and they take the bottom section of the roof decking up, uh,
0: okay. strap
3: it down. And then put the new decking down. That's a more expensive way of doing it, but at the same right. time, just depends on what you've gone through. Mm. Uh, one big question we get as in home inspection world is, you know, always, should I buy this house? And my favorite answer to that is I can't tell you whether you buy this house or not. Right. My my pocket's different than your pocket. My threshold's different than your threshold. I've had a lady pass on a home that has immaculate, but it had a GFI, a ground, ground fault interrupter, outlet that was bad when she was a kid she almost died in a house fire with a bad gfci Uh so to her that was that was her stopping point right wow the house that she bought next had about twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff that needed to be done but all the electrical was fine and that was her (laughs) stopping point wow the gfi
1: seemed to be so easy to replace you would think
3: yeah but you gotta you know what what was your trigger What your trauma dealing with that uh, you know if the a seller
0: 200. had done the pre-sale mm. inspection, they would have known that GFI wouldn't have been a problem. That's Facts. True. Ah, very true, good. sir. Very they would good. have just
1: called you Thanks to begin with. If, if whether you're a buyer or a seller, you, you obviously you need to call Mike.
2: It, it just yes. makes sense. Yes. I, I know yeah. for us, um, <clears throat> we did a home inspection and, and we knew there was problems with the house, um, like all a bunch of outlets didn't work, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was like a 65-page report laying out everything that was wrong with the house. Now, what was helpful about that? is we kind of knew that and it got documented so when it came time to fix it, I gave it to the contractor and said, here's 65 pages of stuff I know was wrong. There may be more than that, but I can at least tell you. So it was actually a pretty good blueprint for repair because I was able to go back and go, okay, you know, page 12, and said yes, to fix mm-hmm. that. Yeah, we fixed that. We went through all those things. So I know in, on mine, from the most interesting thing, we, we bought, bought the house um, and we knew we were gonna buy it. We, were just, we liked the location, liked the house. The bones seemed solid. And um, and I opened it up, and I hadn't really read the whole whole report because I didn't really care because that's where we're going to get it and get it redone. And there was there was a an entire raccoon skeleton in my attic. Holy cow! And uh, it's in a picture, and I I literally was just Buying like, a lot. <clears throat> well, I know, I mean, it was it wasn't and it wasn't there was no I don't know how long but up there, you know no fur no nothing it was just a skeleton, and I'm just like, <sighs> like I have a ghost of a raccoon that lives in my attic, oh my and gosh. it's a. I real, I mean, a little and I was almost like, I mean, can you imagine can, how many boxes were in
1: your attic? Like, just all the just Eat, eat, still flies, eat just the, the attic. Like, I mean, blah, blah. Eating this
2: raccoon. I mean, and really, for a moment, I was like, I said to Teresa, we may have to sell the house. So <laughs> like, why I said, because there's a ghost of a raccoon that lives in our attic. Because yeah. something it had to eat everything off of it, mm-hmm. and it really, I mean, I've got to tell you, for like a little while, I was like. Yeah, I'm not going up there for a while. Well, I got to, I got to, I got to process the dead raccoon, dead raccoon skeleton. And
0: then in the middle of the night on full <clears throat> moons, you hear something out there in the trash cans. Right. right. In,
2: I, I, I would seal right. the.
1: <laughs> I would definitely seal the entrance to <laughs> the attic. I would just nail that sucker <laughs> shut.
2: <laughs> We're not going in we, there. We don't need anything that's in there.
0: Let's just take that skeleton and <laughs> chuck it in the pet cemetery. See what <laughs> we get out of it. You know? My
3: wife can help you with that. She does ghost hunt.
0: So. Oh, there you go. Right, that's, good. We need that's a,
3: a whole that, other
1: show. Like a
0: raccoon Are, I was going to ask,
3: nuts.
1: is there a different inspection machine for
2: that? I mean,
1: yeah, I've she seen
3: actually does ghost hunting. She's got all the equipment for it.
0: I need her in Hans's yes. house, and we need to do a broadcast. We do. If any little <laughs> scurry animal that looks like a raccoon runs through there as a ghost, then I, yeah. I think you burn the house. Exactly.
2: I think Joe's going to come over and, and try to find the raccoon. I'm
0: going to put a raccoon costume <laughs> on your Roomba <laughs> <laughs> in I the was, middle of the night. <clears> on the I room. burned my
2: house down. Why? Because I, I, I was trying to set the ghost of a raccoon on fire. <laughs> it's it's, it's Sir, how
0: Joe got rid of his bats we're working up to deny your
2: claim just because the way you said it <laughs> <laughs> I really did I, those are, so that was the thing for me of, of all the things I've, I've had to of all the homes I've, I've bought over the years I was like dead raccoon skeleton Mm, I I mean I I didn't want the whole thing I didn't
0: want the whole body up there or anything like how long did that have to be up there and then the prior occupant had to not not, notice the smell uh, unless of uh, course uh, uh, ghost uh, raccoon that's
3: subjective in the smell of uh, a dead animal in the attic sometimes you'll smell it sometimes you won't depends on your attic airflow Huh. and um, right. If
1: th- then you know your attic is well ventilated if you didn't get much of the <laughs> smell correct. inside the home. So you you should feel lucky. Most people don't have any ventilation in their attic. How fortunate!
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, as as we've seen, these segments are just flying by. Uh, here we'll get back to uh, here with contractor talk with Richie Kidwell right after this break. We'll be right back. Right, we're back. Contractor talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio and live right here in Facebook World our youtube page and everywhere you can find us streaming for audio content here we are contractor talk with richie kidwell uh we have our guest today mike hayman with liberty property inspections liberty and property inspections.net is where you want to go fill out a contact page and you'll get mike to come and do your inspection whether it be which i which i love to hear all the different type of inspections when you hear about a, a home inspection or a home inspector you think okay i'm gonna buy a home i'm gonna call this home inspector but you didn't realize that you can use the same home inspector to save money on your insurance by getting the uh, wind mitigation uh, wind mitigation inspection, and the four-point four point inspection, right, which they'll yep. ask for to help reduce your uh, insurance premium, which is a hot topic right now with the, with the rates rising as high as they are. Mm-hmm. The more uh, you can prove that your house is sound, the more discount you're going to get on your property insurance. So it's great. Um, and I've heard, uh, again, what I've learned today is if you're a seller and you're going to list your home, why not call the inspector ahead of time? um and uh we didn't talk about uh pricing you don't need to tell me exact, but what are the average costs if somebody does want to start at the, at the lowest level say i just want you to come and check to see if my just my house is is a house you know give me the lowest inspection all the way to the most thorough inspection and mansion in Aliqua.
3: i'm glad you asked that question let me pull up my handy dandy reference material
2: And one thing i was going to say too is well, I, as for the pre-sale inspection you know the last time the last thing you want to do is find out there's a problem with the house you're trying to sell when the buyer tells you you there's right. a problem because at that point th- th- they have the leverage at that point they do and they want to
1: negotiate and it's always more because if i'm on the buyer side i'm going go to go and be like um, use my inspection right. uh to be like okay you owe me 20 grand you for all say, this stuff
2: they, that thing's a fortune it's a fortune to fix and it's like $12 but what do you at that point you know again right. if, if you want to get
3: jammed up I'm, i mean if you i've got you a good one with your example here in just a moment but we right. start for example up to 1500 square feet yep uh, we start off at 300 Um, And that's a full home inspection report or what product That's a full home inspection report. And then Mm -hmm. your insurance reports are ancillaries. We used to break them up, but now if the property is 10 years or older, we're pricing them out with those included as well. But just your standard, just the home inspection up to 1,500 square feet is 300. Um, My rule is it's an hour and a half no matter how small up to 1,500 square feet, and then it's an hour per thousand after that. I have seen and, and know of uh, one of my agents that works with us a lot was selling his house, and I was doing an inspection for his buyer. I expected him to be there at the end of my inspection for his buyer. He got there near the beginning. And I said, "Gregor, your guy there by himself now, or what's the deal? No, he's done. This was a 3,200-square-foot house. It took him an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Greg knows how we work, and all he could say is, if I need you to, will you come back and look at my house again? <laughs> you know, <laughs> all right, all right. because you're you're missing something, not doing something, or you're rushing it at that point. Um, and then we go up to um, forty five hundred to five thousand square feet is six hundred, and then above five thousand, call for pricing. The largest house we've done is twenty six thousand plus square feet. The smallest one I've done is about three hundred fifty square feet. Yeah, the thing and costs. everything in between. So here,
2: here's a question. I, I have a, a contractor um, who who helps us renovate our house, and uh, like, and once a year, I have him come out and kind of walk the whole outside, walk the inside. I had recently, I had him. Re- that I got a crew to repaint some stuff. The kids had gotten all smushed up, but he was walking around the house last year, and, and he's and he looks. He's looking at the I'm like, What's up? And he goes. And he walks up to the side of the house and he pushes on the stucco, mm-hmm. and it moves. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, oh, 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 boy! And so, luckily, he found it. You know, he we had to you know, screw it, screw it back together, and put it on, and, and reseal, and all that stuff. But literally, the stucco was unattached because it had been it had been stapled. Mm-hmm. The, the lathe, the chicken wire underneath, had been stapled. The staples had rusted, and literally had not broken away from the house, but had broken away from being adhered. Um, wow! So the so moisture which, got in there. There's no moisture barrier then. apparently. Yeah. So, the, so we got all that fixed. One of the <laughs> one of the <clears throat> the many things. But I was going to ask is do people ever call you? Uh, my, 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 my point being, is it worth calling you every handful of years and go, just give me once over, just just come, come. You know, press on press on my stucco, you know, go that kind of thing just for, for
3: purposes of ongoing maintenance. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of jokes in there, I know, but go for it, Mike. What do you got here? Um, sure. yes. around at so, gymnasium. <laughs> recommend that – I recommend everybody, you know, look at their house. If they're not going to do it, have somebody come do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're buying brand-new construction and we do, you know, the finished product, I call it a finished product. They're getting ready to get the keys. We can do everything but walk the roof and walk the attic. Builders don't like us to do that anymore because apparently someone did something wrong. You know how that works. Right. But there's an 11-month inspection that's a warranty inspection that we do. Okay. And the first thing I do is when I get there, you know, it's, hey, so let me ask you, what have you had go wrong? What do you have problems with first? Because you're living there. No mm-hmm. sense of me trying to hunt it now tell me what you got going on. Now I can go look at it, describe it. Now you take that to the builder and they can do their warranty work. Mm-hmm. But if it's not a, a pr- new home, yes. If if you don't want to do it, have time to do it, or, you know, know what you're looking for, have an inspecting company come out. Every couple of years, walk the roof, check it, make sure that all the storms we've had, mm-hmm. hailstones, you know, can do some damage. Not one or two Z hailstones, but, you know, you get tore up pretty good. You want to know that. Right. And most people don't get up on their roofs. Um, you know, so those things are, yeah, I would recommend doing... Inspection for that, I tell all my clients, even if they're seasoned home buyers or new home buyers, walk around the outside of your house clockwise and counterclockwise at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Do yep. it under different lighting conditions because it will show you different things, just like watching a movie. Yep. Look at your ceiling after a good storm. Oh, yeah. we <laughs> do that all the time. Man, and <laughs> we say
1: that on the show so often is that, you know, every year you should be documenting and following up with photos. I love your yep. idea of walking around the house. Take your camera with you. Everybody's got a smartphone. Start taking photos, put it into a drive or some other. Like most phones now have a OneDrive or something you can mm-hmm. put all those photos into mm-hmm. and keep them for a long time you never know when you're going to have a claim or, or you know, just weather event, and you need those pictures to document or to even save you money on your insurance, as you stated. Correct. So it's great.
2: Okay. I would say it's my correct. wife. I'll be waiting for my wife to get ready, and I'll, I'll sit in the living room and I'll just start. I'll just look, find myself my head drifting back, looking at the ceiling. Yep. I'll just, on whole time waiting for. Him, I'm just like, any any marks, <laughs> any anything changes, there? any circles, yeah. anything around the light. and she'll go, What are you doing? Looking at the ceiling? Why? Because maybe something's leaking.
0: And that's it. <laughs> when I was doing that's a good point,
3: though. I mean, you, you'll yeah. find it real quick, and especially when we get wind-driven rain events here, your your off-ridge vent can mean no, the,
1: storm-induced openings. Yeah,
3: is that what you mean? Uh, you know, you, <laughs> you you end up. Uh, I just kidding. Overwhelming the water dam <laughs> on the off-ridge vent. And you get water come through over a sustained period of time. It starts staying in the ceiling, but then it stops. And never happens again because you don't have the same conditions.
2: Mm -hmm. Same wind direction and all those
3: things. Right, right,
1: right. So there's this uh, interesting uh, play on words that the insurance companies love to use. They'll they'll put wind-driven rain exclusions in certain policies. Mm -hmm. And then when you sit there and you think about it and you're like, wait a minute, it rains, but then there's also wind. What oh, yeah. are you trying to say that now the rain or uh, like little, little uh, droplets are bullets now and that they're being driven by wind? I mean, like, what the heck? I mean, they'll, they'll literally tank a claim and they'll say, well, wind driven rain caused this. And, and let me go further into that. Right. So let me give you an example of what wind driven rain would be like. Right. You have a door. Right. And, and your front door that goes to your outside inside. Right. You shut the front door and you take a step back and you look back and underneath the, the door, you see a gap. You can see daylight. Right. You can see daylight. Maybe there's daylight coming around the top, whatever. Maybe it's not. COI, well, whatever. You can see daylight stepping back from the inside. Right. And that's kind of normal. Right. And then heavy rains come in and water comes in through those entry points. Right. That's wind driven rain. That's that. That's mm-hmm. the definition of wind driven rain. When, when a storm, from the effects of a storm and high wind loading, opens something like a roof, mm-hmm. breaks a window, breaks a seal in the window, and then mm-hmm. water comes in, well, that's a storm-induced opening. Because the storm is what created the opening. Mm-hmm. And then rain came through. Right? And so, so much of our time is used on explaining that difference to these idiots that come out and inspect and i say that lightly because a lot of them are but uh but they're 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 uh, and it's noted many times over that we've seen these ias these independent adjusters who was uh, literally there's an article there was a pig he was a pig farmer before hurricane michael and then he got a weekend training and now he's in and now he's an adjuster Mm -hmm. for the insurance companies you know, in charge of all these hundreds Mm -hmm. of thousands of claims and wrongfully giving or not giving coverage where it's needed or vice versa. So anyways, all right, so a lot I'd say a lot of opinionated things here on the show. That's my uh, my cover for that. We're gonna take a break, contractor talk with Richie Kidwell, we will be right back. Right. We're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts every Saturday on iHeartRadio, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on live on every streaming mechanism you can think of. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, and we're here on Facebook World right now. What's up, um, Joe? Do you have the multiple camera shot there for the Facebook folks?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. We can see. Uh, we can see everybody. We can see you. Right. We can see Mike. We can see Hans. All right.
3: This
1: is great. See, this is this is the behind the scenes uh, of us for con- uh, recording contractor talk with Richie Kidwell here in this fine podcast room in Central Florida. And again, if you're interested in renting the space for your own for video or just audio by itself, you can bring your own producer like Joe here. He's self taught. Love that. Um, and uh, you can do your own and podcast. It's very, it's very evident that I'm self-taught yeah it's uh, we're, we're t- working there we're getting uh, there we're getting, I, it. We're getting I nailed it
0: the sound effects <laughs> oh no, Uh-oh. no all right.
1: but uh go to our go to our uh, our website contractor talk for more information and also to hear and see our podcast here that we've done previously um so today we have mike hayman with liberty property inspections and that's libertypropertyinspections.net if you want to find that's them there, there. Mm-hmm. and of course our in-house counsel and co-host hans kennan with morgan and morgan um Hans, I see you brought some paperwork there. Um, I did,
2: I did. Um,
1: so uh, let's, uh, we, okay, so Mike, we talk about a lot of current events here and about law changes, how it affects consumers here dealing with their property insurance. Mm-hmm. And so Hans is a property insurance lawyer here with Morgan & Morgan. And if you've heard Morgan & Morgan Do isn't doing first property anymore. It's a filthy lie. There you go. You've heard it here on the show. <laughs> uh, and people are like, oh, yeah. So I'll talk about Hans be like, oh, man, it's, uh, how's Hans doing now? Because I heard Morgan Morgan's been doing property. I'm like, he's doing a hell of a lot of property. Like, what do you mean? Like, oh, I didn't know
0: that. He's doing so much property, he stares at the ceiling while his wife is getting ready, looking for leaks. Looking it's for leaks. Just right? in part case. of his DNA at That's this right. point.
2: It's built into me. Now, I brought an article from uh, the, the South Florida Sun Sentinel, which was reprinted in the Orlando Sentinel over this weekend. And like you said, we talk about property insurance and and the impact to consumers. Um, And obviously, there were a lot of reforms last year, Bill 837 and everything Mm -hmm. else that went through. And the primary impact that Bill 837 had on consumers was that you now have to pay me instead of having the insurer pay me. Um, And and with that though, though, so at, at your expense, this is what happened. The stewards of Florida's property insurance industry refused to tamp down their enthusiasm at this week's Florida Chamber Insurance Summit in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And they were all happy <clears throat> for a variety of things. Um, they were happy for a number of policies held by citizens are being reduced through depopulation. People t- doing takeout policies.
1: Right. So you got Brian with Slide buying a bunch right. of policies so, that barely give any
2: coverage from citizens. Great. OK. Um, six Next. new companies were approved this year to begin offering insurance in Florida. Okay, so nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, quote, unquote, fair rate increases are being approved by the Office of Insurance Regulation. Holy crap.
1: More increases. Fair. <clears throat> Less coverage, more money. But, long, long, long is, but they're
2: fair. It's in quotes. It mm. literally is in quotes in the article. Um, one thing that might actually be helpful to Mike at some point, as part of his recommendations, the state is spending hundreds of millions of dollars through My Safe Florida Home program to help homeowners fund improvements to reduce or eliminate prospects of insurable storm damage, otherwise known as house hardening, the state's running that. Mm. Um, and also they they're, said they have less claim costs for, for legal reforms, uh, otherwise lawsuits brought against people's own insurance company, um, which is them saying, we're happy about the fact that you as the consumer have to now pay Hans Kennan to get you the money you already, they already owe you. Now the important thing to me, and, crazy. and we don't have to spend mm-hmm. too much time on this today, but of the points that I referenced, the ones to which the insurance industry refused to tamp down, tamp down their enthusiasm, and, and even the remaining issues cannot quell the jubilant attitude at the summit, which is wow. what, which is what I'm reading right from the article. None of these bullet points, at any point, said said premium reduction for the consumer. So the the unquelled, the the jubilant attitude. Um, from the insurance summit by the insurers, none of the bullet points they were thrilled about included any reduction of rates for the consumer plenty of new new hey new policies, new companies, fair rate increases, all these things, but no one said anything in the, in the whole article about premiums coming down. all these reforms <laughs> are helping us it's reduce crazy. premiums. all it did they said was improve the market, but nothing reduced anyone 's premium so uh, yeah. That was the article. It's actually a very that's interesting a article. Yeah, I think but, I think we I mean, got
0: some actual audio uh from there here. with let's put that in right now. Yeah. It was very it was, it was jubilant right there. Ah, that's, that well, is, is that live? Uh, yeah.
1: ma- many of us were very frustrated going up the 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 past several years, but this last year, this session specifically, we're literally crying on deaf ears. Um we're asking and begging for these hundreds of pages of legal reform to include just two words rate reduction you know Mm -hmm. if x equals y then this happen whatever it is but put something in there that'll drive the rates down and in nowhere in these hundreds of pages of law changes did it include those two words next to each other and that's what this whole crisis was supposed Mm -hmm. to be about right they said oh the crisis is here all these uh rising costs are making us jump up these rates But what we've really seen happen is that OIR, Office of Insurance Regulation, is in cahoots with the insurance reform folks, which is the insurance lobby. They're literally in the same office down the road uh, or in the same building with Citizens, which is owned by the state of Florida, which is where all the politics happen there in Tallahassee. So they're all in cahoots with each other. Um, all to then make more money, all off the backs of homeowners. And we've seen mm-hmm. that OIR has allowed more policy provisions, exclusions. What did we talked about the other day, Hans, that there's exclusions. Mm-hmm. Now there's limitations. limitations. Yeah. Um, there's and mm-hmm. uh, there's additional riders that you can get because you have less policies. But there's also um, limited damage. Um, well, the limited, water dam-
2: well the limited water damage. Well, there's limited water damage liability. There's. Limit There's right. roof schedules that limit how much you can get as a percentage of the replacement cost of your roof based on age. I mean, it right. kind of goes on and on.
1: All these things that never existed a few years ago, now they exist today, so they give you less coverage, but they charge you more. And they're making you think, well, this is why we're we're raising this up. But it conflicts against our statutes. I mean, look mm-hmm. at six, uh, 624 9744, I mean, which is our matching statute here right. in the state of Florida, um, and it conflicts against it. The Florida Peninsula policy that my friend had that they filed a claim. I met with the adjuster, by the way. I just put on my jacket. And I was like, I'm just, right, a, right. I'm a home inspector. I work for Mike, and uh, <laughs> um, and uh, and I walked through there with them, and they said, okay, we're gonna replace the floor and all this, but your island that's messed up that has mold and water damage. On here, well, we have a three thousand uh, dollar water mitigation cap, and we ha- and luckily you have twenty five thousand dollars of mold because you'll be able to fix this island. And I said, okay, well, you know the island's not going to match the rest of the kitchen, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys are capped at the one percent for uh, non-damaged matching portion uh, of what? the policy, huh? And uh, <laughs> and I said, well, there's some things you consider. It's what your policy says, right? That you will replace undamaged portions consistent mm-hmm. with this with the statute. But you're going to consider the cost of things and and what it takes to replace it and the material and so, uh, similar like that. So are you going to consider all that? He's like, no, no, you guys are capped at 1% for the kitchen, but I'll replace all the floor. And the floor is through the entire house. So I was just like, right. all right, minor victory mm, there. Yeah, but, yeah. but still, they get $5,000 for the remainder of the kitchen, and they want to use their entire $25,000 mold that they have for the entire year mm-hmm. to fix the island. Right. So I'm like... You know, (laughs) like that's not what you're supposed to get. Like, for instance, these people have $500,000 of coverage A. Mm
2: -hmm. They're
1: on an open, like a covered peril, like their dishwasher line leaked.
2: Right, sure. And
1: they caught it right away within one week's time. So there's no possible (laughs) other exclusion. They they called the appliance guy when they saw it. And the appliance guy came out the next day on Friday. Then they identified it. And then on Monday, because they're out of town for the weekend, on Monday they filed a claim. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, we're there, they're there with the adjusters, So everything was boom, boom, boom. Right. And you think you have $500,000 worth of coverage, and you think they're going to uh, do the matching statue like it's supposed to, and you're supposed to get the mm-hmm. new kitchen and the floor and all the stuff covered under the yeah. insurance. cap. Cap. He literally said, "Well, make sure you use somebody like." And I said, "Oh, who do you reckon, uh, recommend?" Mm-hmm. "Mr. Adjuster." Right. Uh, we recommend Joe Taylor Restoration. I'm like, Ugh. um, and I'm like, "All right, who else?" And they're like, "All right, uh, Rapid Response." And I'm like,
2: "Oh, both." People's Trust.
1: Right. Exactly. People's oh Trust God. owns Rapid <clears> Response. <throat> both of these carriers uh, or, or carrier bitches, rather, um, uh, remediation companies only work for insurance companies, and they are horrible. Go check them online. They have yeah. no better business bureau rating. And they have horrible Google reviews because they go in. They get paid very little by insurance. It's like going to the doctor and getting Medicare care,
2: right? Mm -hmm. I mean, welfare medicine, exactly. Mm -hmm.
1: But paying the higher premium and but getting that type of care, right? Um, And, uh, man, we're going to have to take a break already. Uh, We have a last segment coming up. We'll finish what you have there uh, as far as the law changes for consumers here in the state of Florida on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be right back after the break. All right, we're back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts every Saturday here on iHeartRadio, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. We're live here on Facebook or any streaming platform you can think up from Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, anywhere you stream is where you can find us. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Uh, thanks for joining us here on Facebook. If you're just if you're still hanging out with us, thanks for uh, sticking with us. Um, most people I've seen on our insights several minutes that they'll hang out with us for a little bit. I'm the same. You know, I listen to it on the way home and make sure everything's good. But it is tough to keep somebody's attention for an hour and twenty minutes. But uh, here we've uh, we've always great content. For you, so you can go back and you can hear in any previous episode with any guest on a specific topic. So, check us out here on every streaming platform you can think of. And of course, here now, we've the past couple of months we've been doing this live, so you'll see us on, on the video portion on Facebook page and our website, contractor talk and of course, our YouTube page. Like Subscribe, all that fun stuff there on YouTube. Eventually, we'll have thousands and thousands of listeners there um, that subscribe to us on YouTube. It's going to be incredible. There we go. We're figuring it out here on Contractor Talk. So um, uh, Hans is still going through, just shuffling through the pages here of uh, of a recent article. So go for it. I was
2: just going to just a couple more things. For the consumer who worries that if they make a claim that they'll they'll be dropped, well, the first thing is, please understand, you can't be dropped. They can non-renew you um, at the end of the policy period. But for some folks who <clears throat> are concerned, well, there's no, all the insurers are leaving, right? They're like All the doctors <laughs> were leaving, you know, everyone's going. You know, we talked about the six new companies were approved to begin offering uh, property insurance. But some of the, the folks who, uh, who analyze these markets, head of uh, reinsurance funds, which are large funds that help insure insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, you can, when you're concerned that either you're not gonna have insurance, or no one's gonna insure you, or no one's gonna be around, or they're all gonna leave the state, um, I mean, really, the the words that people use. John Cio, co-founder and managing director of Fermat Capital Management, called the turn amazing and phenomenal. Mm. I've been spreading the word, spreading that message worldwide to a global investor base that really is breathing a great sigh of relief. So I mean, so next time, you, as a consumer, you're sitting at home going, "Man, we're not going to find insurance. Everyone's leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's going to insure me. What what you have is is jubilant." Um, Uh, discussion by folks in that business who are all saying that that all these these reforms and, 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 you know, trust me, I mean, I pay property insurance like everyone else. I make my living um, suing insurers regarding property insurance. Mm -hmm. So I'm still glad to see this and I hope it changes the consumer's attitude. I know um, we do a lot of jury trials and I can tell when I talk to jurors now that their concern is that if they award my client, even a fair amount, for their damage, somehow it's, it's gonna cost them, right? There's like a mm. visceral reaction when you start talking to the jurors and you go, well, sir, do you, have, do you have any belief that if you award my client money, it somehow costs you money, because your premiums will go up, and they almost invariably these days say yes, huh. um, because they're savvy enough now, and it's kind of a change in the market. It used to be obtaining a verdict against your own insurer, what was, was I don't want to say easy, but certainly easier than it is now because people are like, "Hey, I'm in the same boat as that guy," and if, if that were to happen to me, I'd want someone to to, to compensate right. me if I needed a new roof or needed my house rebuilt. But now people go, are thinking more. Well, geez, if I give that guy money, my premiums are going to go up, and I don't want to pay any, any more, anyone my insurer any more money than I do now. So again, uh, if you sit on a jury and you're concerned about that, um, these are this article in the Sun Sentinel which suggests that that's not as much of a problem as perhaps you once thought it was. Mm. Simply that. And that if you do award someone a fair amount for their damages based on this article, everyone seems to be feeling pretty good uh, about the property insurance market. So please don't hold it against a a plaintiff such as yourself because you're worried about it might come out of your pocket.
1: Right. I mean, I'm hearing the, the housing insurance market, complaints for sure mm-hmm. but there's another side of that people that are living in condos that get the special assessment because the condo mm-hmm. or HOA has gotten a big premium increase especially if you're in the exposure of the like the east side which we work yeah. with a lot of folks that are living in condos and uh, other types of uh, HOA included type of multi-family uh, living mm-hmm. and yes. their rates have gone up so much or they've been special assessed by the property because the property has to come up with let's say, the big down payment or the indifference of what the insurance company is going to pay and what they have to pay to rebuild the, the say, the, um, what's the wall, the retaining wall on the outside? The seawall. The seawall, right? Mm-hmm, sure. How much that, uh, the pro- the big properties that we have, we have 12 of them up and down the Daytona coast. Right. Just from Hurricane Nicole. And uh, oh, yeah. that, um, they've spent, none of them, by the way, have been reimbursed for the millions of dollars they paid to put into the seawall, just so you know. They've had agree. to do many special assessments to all of their uh, condo owners so they can put the temporary wall in. One mm-hmm. of them paid $350,000 just for a temporary.
2: Yeah. Um, well, we, we have a place over in Smyrna, and the, and there's a, just around a million dollars to rebuild the seawall that broke during, during hur- post-Hurricane mm-hmm. Nicole. Mm. So, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and the folks that are living there are the ones that are half to split it and pay for it on top of their own insurance that they have to put for renter's insurance to live in there. So they're getting double whammy. Um, So I definitely feel bad for them. A lot of folks are selling their condos and and, uh, multifamily uh, homes because of that.
2: Well, there's been certainly discussion you hear about um, older folks on fixed income, literally considering selling their home, their home itself, because they can't afford the increase in property insurance. And again, despite this article not addressing issues of uh, of rate reduction instead of that of uh, fair increases, um, I would suggest that perhaps selling your home for that basis, obviously unless you have to, is probably not a good business decision in the long run because mm-hmm. you got to go live somewhere, and somewhere still costs a lot of money. And again, if, if the insurers, and you never see insurers suggest that they're, that they're happy. Um, it's always, it's never enough, it's never enough, it's never enough. This would suggest that they actually believe, even though I'm sure we'll see legislation that suggests mm. it is not enough, Right. Um, I, I think so far this article, the reason why I kept it is to suggest that insurers feel that that enough has been done to screw the consumer to satisfy them for now.
0: Right.
1: Right. And, and we all know there's there's not. I mean, they made a chilling effect happen for a reason so they can mm-hmm. all put more money in their pockets, yeah. get away with this murder that they're doing with the policy exclusions and charging you more for it all in the backs of our policyholders here in the state of Florida. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, you have good folks that are on this, uh, on, on here as guests, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, Mike with Liberty property inspections. He can help you save money here by not switching to Geico, but, uh, <laughs> but to yeah. call him for a wind mitigation report, a four point inspection report. If you don't know what a wind mitigation inspection report is, than, than you haven't had one in the past five years. So you need to call Mike, libertypropertyinspections.net. Um,
3: how else can they get a hold of you, Mike? You can call us at 407-739-5795 or email us at libertypropertyinspectionsfl at gmail.com. And you can always fill out one of those little uh, forms on libertypropertyinspections.net. If you don't know what those things are and you want to talk more about them, give me a call. Danielle will uh, get me in touch with you. If you need one of those uh, inspections, whether it's a listing inspection because you're selling, a buyer's inspection because you're buying, or a four-point win mint for the insurance companies, give us a call. We'll help you out. Like I said, we have three of us, myself, Cheyenne, and Oscar.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And great prices as well, too, as you stated. I mean, you know, from a couple hundred bucks, that's going to save you thousands of dollars uh, over the next five years for a nice wind mitigation report. Um, And again, we've talked a lot about insurance here on the show, and and that's such a hot-button issue right now is the ever-rising cost of these property insurance uh, policies. You know, they they exist for a year. They're different than your Mm -hmm. auto policy, Mm -hmm. uh, which some of them renew every six months and will jump up automatically from month to month if you have an accident or anything changes. That's much different uh, than property insurance policy, as Hans Mm -hmm. mentioned if you file a claim, they're not going to just cancel you tomorrow. They're like, oh, you filed a claim, we're going to cancel, you're done. They don't do that. They cannot do you. Your contract is for a year. Mm-hmm. So, as he said, they can non-renew you if they don't like something. But there's new legislation pending that will help protect homeowners against that. Like uh, Senate Bill 7052 last year was the... The, the protection uh, consumer right. more it was the insurance accountability bill is what they called it, yeah. um, and it was uh, a boo boo. Uh, that's because they knew they went in so hard with House Bill 837 and took out all the prevailing party attorneys' fees from property, from medical, uh, from uh, life, everything. Right? Mm-hmm. They just took all everything away from consumers who are needing to get be to to be given what's rightfully owed to them by the insurance company but now they have to pay their own way for experts for attorneys and all that kind of stuff so it changed the market here in the state of florida so that's what we talk about on the show bring some tools to you as a consumer here thanks for joining us contractor talk with richie kidwell thank you mike liberty property inspections.net thank you hans talk you guys next week see you